Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at pirb.co.za for more. A very warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I am your host. And this episode is part two of a conversation in which we discuss complaints and liaison. And with me in studio, I have some of the staff members or representatives of the PIRB who represent the complaints and liaison department or function of the PRB. Now, I have with me in studio Mr. Hermann Strauss, Ms. Justine Buerta, as well as Mr. Alan Scholes. We'll give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves right after this. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. So just before I start to fire away with all the other questions that I have for each of you, I would like for each of you to just briefly introduce yourselves to the audience members, just to tell them who you are, what your current role and position is within the PIRB, and um, what your, your your responsibilities are within that position, and um, just give us an indication of how long you've been with the PRB, etc. So uh, I'm going to fire away and say, Justine, would you like to introduce yourself first, please? Hi, Willem. Thank you for having me. So I'm Justine. I'm the Compliance Administrator for the PIRB. I actually started at the PIRB as a receptionist and just Recently, I think more than a year ago, I became the compliance administrator for the PIRB. So basically, I handle consumer complaints and stuff like that. Um, I also deal a lot with the auditors on audits that have, that have been conducted already. And, and Alan, where do you fit into the picture? Uh, morning, Willem. Morning, audience. Um, I am the key consultant for the PRB. And my task is primarily with managing and maintaining key client accounts. Key client accounts meaning by municipalities, developers, as well as plumbers that is registered, uh, is requesting assistance, not in an auditor's capacity. Herman. Hello there. Yes, so I'm Herman Strauss. Um, I am the audit manager for the PRB. I look after the all audit process, this includes the, the complaints, lies and processes that happens within the, the PRB, look after a lot of the technical functionality and so on. So I've been in the plumbing industry for sure, it's a, a, number, a number of years from a, from a standards point, point of view. At the PRB itself, I'm, I'm yet a, a bit more than two years fulfilling this function. So can any one of the three of you please tell me what outcome can the consumer expect after they've lodged uh, a complaint? A complaint. Okay, Willem, so it's one of two things. I'm not sure if the gents would like to add on to what I have to say. But from my side of things, um, the consumer can expect the plumber to go back and rectify the installation, which happens most of the times. Or in cases, because you do get those one or two rare cases where the plumber just plain out refused to go back, we can then assist the consumer with a technical report that they then can use should they wish to take further action, any legal action or, um, of that sort against the plumber. I'm not sure if Herman would like to add on. Uh, the part that I, can, that, that I can add on is just to remind the consumers that there's a, a brilliant act that looks after the, the, the interest of the consumer. And it's called the Consumer Protection Act. 
So in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, there's a consumer commission that's been established. This is the body where you can lodge complaints where the commercial issues between you and the plumber or um, even, even in a case where the plumber simply refused to, to do the repairs that he was supposed to, even after we encouraged him, compelled him to, to go back and do so. That is the, the report. We can give you evidence a report that confirm what has not been done and that confirm that it is a legal requirement for that, that it should have been done. You can use that evidence when you go to the Consumer Commission and lodge a complaint against the plumber um, and then let the legal processes take it, take it course there. That is normally the most cost-effective way for a consumer to go. If they want to take further legal action, there's cases where developers, for instance, um, where big money is involved, take straight legal action. Um, even in cases like that, the PRB can provide a technical report that can be used as evidence in uh, well, lodging whatever legal claim you want to lodge against the plumbers. I think part of, part of what we need to understand is plumbers do not report or does not, is not employed. That's the word I'm looking for. Plumbers is not employed by the PRB. So um, the, the, the PRB cannot send an employee to go and fix or we cannot, uh, we don't have the funds to fund any further, further, further. The whole system is just set up in a, in a different uh, format. All right. So, Alan, um, we've mentioned now that plumbers are required to go back and, and fix whatever aspect of the plumbing work did not comply to the requirements of, the, of any specific or applicable standard for that matter. But what if the consumer feels that they don't want that very same service provider or that same person, that same plumber to return to their property, they would like to or they would prefer to use a different service provider. They are so angry with that person and they feel that that person just didn't do the job right and they don't want him at their premises or for whatever the case may be. Is there a process? Can the consumer choose to use a different person to come and fix whatever aspect did not comply? The homeowner cannot use a different plumber as we encourage the homeowner to use that um, same plumber and to rectify or get an agreement between them to rectify what he is not um, happy with and then if he does get a second plumber involved that the first plumber cannot be held in responsible for any um, Damages or any other uh, things that can occur. Yeah, I can. I can. As as Alan said, remember the the relationship between the PRB. We can only um, well, we only have the relationship with a with a, with a plumber that did the work. We can only compel him to go back and do the work. As Alan said, he encourage the homeowners to let him back on site because remember, PRB there will be oversight. We will encourage him, but if they choose not to have him on site it, it it limits what PRB can offer the consumer and by the sounds of it it sounds like there may be additional cost to the consumer to then get a different service provider to come back to the property to fix it right because whereas it may have been part of the part and parcel of the previous services provided to the consumer by the the person in, uh, or the or the service provider who initially did not whose work initially did not comply to the standard 
Now the consumer gets a second party in to come and repair that or fix it or get it up to standard. Um, and, and it sounds to me like they will incur additional costs in that regard. Is that correct? Uh, that's, that, uh, practic- practically, that's what it comes down to. Um, uh, as you say, if you, if you choose not to le- uh, let the original plumber back on site um, and repairs need to be done, it, obviously it's going to be for your own costs. Um, in most cases, and um, I say most cases because there's, there's special cases all over the place and there's conditions that, that governs everything, but in most cases, if a complaint is lodged, a plumber needs to go back and do something that he was contracted to do, um, then there they shouldn't be any additional costs if it is done through the, through the PRB process. Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. And now, back to our conversation. Um, so earlier on in the discussion, we talked about the PRB being a professional body and, and how the complaints procedure works. So, But Alan, I want to ask you, what about the plumbers? Can they also ask questions? Your question, Willem, is can the PRB assist a plumber with information about specifications? Yes, we can assist the plumber in that, in that specific areas. So if he has a... a, a a concern and it's not clear about a specific um, clause in a specification he can phone the PRB and ask for te- technical assistance. I Can I just add on to what Ellen is saying we do get a few calls with technical questions so I think maybe Ellen should just perhaps give the plumbers an email address or something because he's not always yet at the office so, so, so it's not necessarily that you're going to be available at the time that yeah. a plumber may call to ask his question or ask for some guidance or, or, or some technical advice, etc. Um, so is there an email address at, at which they can make contact with the PRB to ask their questions should the plumbers want to? Yes, they can send emails on to me and I will forward it on to somebody technical because well, what happens is when plumbers call in and they ask for technical advice, not any of us in here who's doing the admin side of things are very technical. So, <laughs> so what, what is that email address, Justine? If, so if they can send an email on to me at PIRB at PIRB.co.za. That's simple. That's very that's simple. Very, very simple very, very simple. easy. It's PIRB at PIRB.co.za. Yes, correct. And my, yeah, my, my, maybe before be, <laughs> before we mislead the, uh, the, the plumbers or the consumers out there, let's... It's just make sure we understand what type of technical, technical questions yes. can can be asked. So, and it's important to understand that a plumber registering as a professional plumber already is supposed to know the standards. He's supposed to have copies of the standards, everything. Um, so a plumber should not phone and say, how should I do this? Or what should I do with that? What we do encourage the plumbers is if you engage with the standard, you say, I'm, I, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. I know what the standard says. I know how that is, but I'm not sure if I interpret this really in the correct way. And I want to make sure I do it right the first time. Then, by all means, contact us 
um, and we will help clarify that. Getting back to the uh, uh, municipalities and the insurance companies and, and developers that we have spoken about earlier on, Alan, you said your involvement with the PRB and the liaising part there. Uh, why do some of the municipalities or even the insurance companies not necessarily ask for COCs? Um, regional municipalities have different bylaws and not all of them requires a PRB COC. We encourage the plumbers to issue a COC to comply technically, even if they're not required to do so. Um, the same um, complies with insurance companies. Again, I think it's, it's important for, for all plumbers to, to understand, or the consumers to understand, that there are national legislation, and the legislation requires that the COC be issued for, for certain installations, which include geysers, geysers, solar or heat pumps. Um, it is a legal requirement that the COC must be issued. Whether the municipality asks for it or whether the insurance companies ask for it, it actually makes no difference. If they do ask for it, and some does, um, then by all means, give them, give them copies of that. But that does not stop your responsibility to, to issue the CSE in any case to the homeowner. Herman, do, is the PIRB involved in the uh, compilation or the writing of the standards? No, not at all. I think we did, th th this discussion came came up a few times, um, and people talking about the PRB standards. PRB does not write standards. PRB does not um, assist in writing SANS South African National Standards either. Um, yes, we do give information back that that we know for the the SABS to consider in writing the standards. But the PRB apply the standards are written. There's a process. We're not part of that. We apply the standards as it is written and the legislation as it is written. We don't make the rules. We just um, enforce them. In what other aspects and, and where else is the PRB involved? Um, so I can't give you a list of things and places where we are involved. I, um, I think it's important to, to, again, understand that the PRB, our primary responsibility is to, to register. It's a platform where the, where the plumbers get registered as professional plumbers. And to have the oversight to make sure that, they, um, that the work is done in a professional manner and compliant. But in doing so, we are on the ground. We get a lot of feedback from plumbers. We, we see a lot of things and a lot of questions gets, gets put to us. I mean, this is part of, the, of a much bigger process, building and construction environment. So in many, many instances, we would be, be meeting with municipalities. Um, lots of meetings. Insurance companies are very much involved in these things. So, so we engage on frequently with, with various organizations that need us. Basically, anybody that, that needs us, that needs feedback, that needs to understand we help guide them with information. We help uh, make them understand. We give them the information that they can make their decisions or that they can make responsible, informed decisions. And to a great extent, we, we relay the, the information that we get from the auditing process, from the plumbers, uh, back to these organizations. Just before wrapping up this conversation, have a listen to this. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. 
I would like to thank each of the three of you for having joined me in the studio today for your time and your effort. I do believe that you've shared very valuable information with the audience and that you've answered a couple of questions and clarified a couple of things for for both the consumers and the plumbers out there. Um, I would like to ask each of you whether you've got uh, any closing statements or any last words that you would like to say to the audience. Justine. Oh, I wish you didn't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> um, well, um, I think from my side, I just want both the, or the, um, the consumers and the plumbers to know that the PIRB is here to help. So we're not just here to help the plumbers or to help the consumers. We're here to help both consumers and the plumbers. And nobody should ever hesitate to give us a call. Even if you feel like it's something that we cannot assist with, just give us a try. We might be able to help you. Herman. I think the, the, the big encouragement I would like to, to give is to the, to the consumers, the people out there. When you need to use a plumber, understand the value that, that comes with using a professional plumber. Understand the value that comes with using a PRB registered plumber. Because that puts a whole process of accountability behind that. Um, when you make use of such a plumber, um, first of all, you can ac- expect a higher level of work. And secondly, when things go wrong, there's accountability behind that and we should be able to assist. So that, that is where, where it all starts. And there's a lot of very, very good plumbers out there. Alan, have you got any last final words or any closing statements to the audience? Yes, to the plumbers. Please remember that your license as a registered plumber is unique to you. It is a reflection of your professionalism and your standard of work. So take ownership thereof and take pride in what you do by sticking to the standards and delivering excellent services. Many, many thanks. Herman, Justine, Alan, thank you for your time and having joined us. And then, of course, thanks to our audience. You, um, it's for you that we do these, uh, these sessions and these chats. So thank you so much for having tuned in and listened. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.